Hi, I'm Ian Messenger with my co-host Lauren Blackford. Hey there. Thanks for joining us for this special episode of Small Business Small Talk powered by Hibo. Here at Haibu, we're dedicated to helping local businesses across America succeed and grow. And a great way to do that is to hear firsthand stories of how actual businesses have used digital marketing to be profitable, even in tough times. Today, we've invited Ryan Tuttle of Best Handyman Inc. to speak with us about how digital marketing has worked for him. Hi, Ryan. Good morning, everybody. I'd like to thank you for having me on today. Thank you yeah. for the opportunity. Thank you. It's our our pleasure. Um, so uh, we usually like to get started by just kind of giving you an open forum to to sort of tell us a little bit about yourself and and your business and uh, how you came to to be where you are today. Excellent. Thank you. Um, started my first business when I was twenty five, uh, remodeling business. Um, if we fast forward real quick to the present <laughs> today, uh, about sixteen years later. In 2022, we've actually done a bunch of restructuring, added some businesses to that. And so now I own and operate Best Handyman Incorporated, which owns about four other subsidiaries. Uh, we have uh, two other handyman locations underneath that. We have a consulting company, and we also have a tile repair business under that as well. Okay. Versatility. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, um, and, you know, it's been a, a progression over these 16 years of finding out what works and what doesn't work. And uh, that's where we're at with the present day today. We have an amazing team put together. Um, some of that team is working globally, helping us with marketing and um, software development and all those things. Pretty cool. Yeah, that's, uh, that's wild. Now, I, I imagine, you know, some of the folks who may be listening to this that, that still think of themselves as just, you know, uh, bread and butter handymen may, may have already heard that and gone, well, I'm never going to get there, you know, international <laughs> team, like, whoa. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about how you kind of evolved from, you know, doing the, the hands-on, you know, in-home on-site work to uh, really turning this into a, a, a bigger enterprise and a bigger marketing machine. Yes, that's a great question. So, um, you know, I started out in the field. You know, I started with my tools, banging on everything and learning how to build stuff and remodel stuff. And um, and I was working for someone and, you know, I knew that I always kind of had my own little business, even when I was younger, a little lemonade stand or something. Mm -hmm. So I knew I was going to have my own business when I was, you know, skilled enough. Um, and as soon as I got enough skills, kind of went out on my own and Realized early on after handwriting estimates on carbon copy paper and some other stuff, I'd need a computer. And, you know, after having that business for the first year, really realizing that like there wasn't a lot of work coming in because I only knew so many people. You know, I can only tell so many people with word of mouth. Um, so I started to look into websites um, and I just went down the rabbit hole after that. It was like, whoa, I really from always having an interest in marketing from a young, just being young, you know, I, I would be knocking on doors with like little pull tabs to do odd jobs around the neighborhood when I was like six, seven, eight years old, wow. uh, lemonade stands, selling gum, all that other hmm. stuff. So um, once I really got into the digital world and started to learn about websites and SEO, um, I was just so fascinated by that, how we could capture all these different markets and 
different clients and how we could go about doing that. Uh, and so that really took me down a completely other path. And so it really gave me a different type of vision of what I wanted to do with the company I was going to run and how I was going to run that. And so I kind of stopped. Well, I, I kept learning, you know, how to use my other tools, but then I really started using the computer as another tool and learning that once I could kind of go into the back end of this website, there was a lot of other tools I could start using. So, and that's how I kind of got started with really the digital marketing aspect of everything. Um, something that I loved even before I knew what it was. Yeah. Um, and then being able to use that platform to just, you know, we could, it's endless. The possibilities are endless. Sure. That's fascinating. So you were born to be an entrepreneur and you were born to be a marketer is what it sounds like. So <laughs> what made you decide that the website was your first step into the digital marketing world? Well, um, where I was living at the time, um, I just could really only like reach so many people, right? I would do a job for a friend and then another friend, but it was always kind of in the same area. So after a while, you're like, I'm just kind of like, you know, I'd be working at a house and then we'd get a call from someone and it'd be almost across the street. Mm -hmm. So in a way it was great, but in a way it was very limiting. And I had to figure out how I could get on beyond that. And then I realized with this website, I could start to reach different markets. I mean, I didn't own a computer until I was about 26 or 27 years old. Mm. So um, I was a little late in the game, I believe. But once I figured that out, um, and I had, I was given a great opportunity because the person that built my website didn't do such a great job the first time. And I happened to be working for this customer for like six, seven, eight months at his house. And we got to be, become really friendly. And uh, he was telling me that he had this uh, online forum that he owned and that he was getting about 30,000 visitors, 40,000 visitors a month. Mm -hmm. And he started to tell me about, and I was just blown away. So he started to explain to me on how he was doing this and some of the people he was working with. And I got this amazing opportunity that one of the people he was working with um, built websites from scratch, was not really working at the time. It was right around the financial crisis, 2008, 2009. Um, he had no work. And so he had reached out to me and said, hey, man, listen, I want to do your website over. And then I want to teach you how to go into the back end of it so you can blog and you can change out stuff. And I just fell in love with all of it. And so I got this really hands-on experience with someone. So not even like just have a website built, but see how it was built and see how it worked in the back end of things. And that was just it for me. I was just, I took that and ran with it. Yeah. Well, other than, you know, clearly a, a fascination with that. I mean, it must've worked, right? You wouldn't, you wouldn't put all this time into it if it didn't expand your reach beyond across of course, the street. Of course. Well, it became this tangible object, right? right? So from wanting to find new customers to actually building out this website, learning how the SEO work, and then watching the phone ring. And then Six months later, eight months later, the phone's ringing more. A couple of years later, we're experiencing this hockey stick growth. You can't find, you know, you can find us on every page. Yeah. And so learning how that SEO worked was like magic to me, right? 
So I would go in and I would write these blogs and I would put in there like uh, keywords and all this other stuff. And all of a sudden, like a few months later, we would get a request on the website. And so I would ask people, you know, I'd call them back and I'd say, hey, so how'd you find us? And say, I typed this into the computer and I found some blog you had written. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, wow. Okay. All right. Wonderful. So now there's like all these different avenues and ways I can reach all these different people. Right. So after that, it was about building out, you know, the client avatar and, you know, the KPIs and all that other stuff in which way we're going to direct some of that stuff. And, um, you know, that's just been one of the channels we've been able to use. Yeah. I think you had said on a, on another podcast, you were a guest on that, that, um, you know, really you small businesses, you know, whether you're in the, you know, the, the trade space or otherwise that you, you should, or you even could wind up getting, you know, 90% of your leads for your website. Yes. Yep. Um, yes. Our, to us, um, we, I just realized a long time ago that these websites, you know, they can be come like just kind of like a static business card for some people they can be right. like a living breathing document you know that you can change over time and use to manipulate in certain different ways and um so it's really pretty fascinating what you can do with these websites and i still see a lot of people today without websites um or just not with the right websites and stuff like this and um once you're able to take that website and use it we kind of refer to it on our team as like our home base yeah right we've built out this home base and from there we can utilize that website on different channels different platforms but we always refer back to our website i love how you said that that you know sometimes it can just be static or it can be a living breathing document and i think that's an important point because the more you update your website the more you add to it the more you refresh it the higher it will will start to rank so that's, yep. It's great that you continue to utilize um, those skills to, to keep yourself, you know, at the at the top of the rankings. Now, you mentioned that the website is just one avenue that you use for your mm -hmm. digital marketing. Um, talk about other ways that you try to get more clients through digital marketing. Yeah, another great avenue that we've been able to utilize is, you know, social media. Um, we're not too huge on Facebook. Um, but we are um, pretty big on Instagram and utilizing Instagram as a platform to leverage for all of our marketing. And for that, I would say um, that's we utilize that more for brand awareness for us. Um, we've been able to get a great following over the past few years. That's been a, a completely strategic thing. Um, but we've been able to amass over 22,000 followers now. Um, we And we kind of did that in a viral way in the beginning. I had to you know, I thought to myself in the beginning, how can we jumpstart this following? You know, how can we really like get some attention? Um, and there happened to be someone in the city of Boston where our, our companies are based um, that I don't know if you've ever heard on Instagram, Rhea, the naked birdie, uh, but she's from Boston. Uh, and she's this little bird that has no feathers or nothing on her. And we had kind of like um, reached out to the owner because she had put a post out that she needed a ramp built to get into her birdcage because she was having a super time getting back into her birdcage. So my team and I, we bought a bunch of materials and we, um, my, my kids helped as well. They helped paint it and built this little ramp. Um, and she had like close to, I think, like a million followers at the, that time. Um, so we had built this ramp and brought it to her. 
and she ended up like posting some stuff on there and we ended up getting like thousands of followers within yeah. like a couple of days just through that you know just through you know giving back and doing something like that so um and at first um you know we did everything through seo and websites that was it you know i'd actually reached out to one of my one of my uh team members and said you know what do you think about uh social media no 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 no, no. don't do that hmm. don't do that and i said well we need a new platform <laughs> right it's just like in the beginning, word of mouth, we needed something, another avenue, right? Right. We went to websites and now we realized we need another avenue. We can use this for another way to leverage our brand, mm-hmm. right? Um, so then when we went to social media, I really didn't even know how to use. That's why I never got on Facebook. I couldn't figure it out. And Instagram, I didn't really understand the whole concept. You had these hashtags and everything, right? But then... Once I connected that hashtags are the same thing as SEO, another yeah. like, you know, bing, light bulb yeah. moment. Like, I've Whoa. done that. I can take yeah. care of that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so that's how we started to get a really good following and all that other stuff. And we've been able to leverage that platform. You know, we have sponsorships now and some other stuff. It's just been amazing. It's just been wonderful. That's awesome. That's, yeah. That's really awesome. You're listening to Small Business Small Talk, powered by Haibu. Haibu is the country's leading provider of synchronized digital marketing for small businesses, delivering more visibility, more visitors, more leads, and more customers. Visit us today at Haibu.com, H-I-B-U, Haibu.com. I wanted to ask you about something uh, when we had spoken before this, you had talked about the idea that, you know, people, uh, I, people like us might ask you, you know, how have you succeeded in such a, such a competitive industry? And you said something really interesting, which was uh, it's, it's not really that competitive in some ways. And I, yes. I was hoping you could just kind of uh, expand on that a little bit and, and give us your perspective. That'd sure. Yeah. The handyman industry is, you know, not to, uh, that's the industry we're in. It's still an antiquated business. You know, there's still guys taking their business card out and lining out their landline number and writing in their cell phone. And, um, you know, their teams aren't connected. Uh, They don't have any systems in place. And so we've been able to kind of use all of those things that other businesses are lacking right now, especially in the digital space, not just marketing, but in the digital space as well and utilize all those things. I mean, you know, we talked about websites earlier, right? Um, You know, one of the things we've been able to do is take our website and solve our clients' problems before they're even reaching out to us, right? Mm -hmm. So once they go on that website, we wanna be able to solve their problems right through our website, right? We found the person, we have this issue, they come on our website, and they're going to request an estimate, you know, and last year we completed over 420 jobs or something like that. Hmm. Um, so it gives you an idea and the volume of um, problems we're solving for our clients. So it's, it's, um, it's been really fun. We're having a lot of fun with it. Um, we're getting a lot of great feedback. We have uh, tons and tons of reviews. You know, that's one thing I always suggest. That's one thing we've done from day one when we started our website was built systems out to have to get reviews from clients. That's super important. Some of our businesses have over a hundred five-star reviews per business on multiple wow. different platforms. So that speaks for itself and what you can do. And that right there has introduced us to 
so many different people, right? I mean, we're not, you want to talk about antiquated, we're not in the better business um, world anymore, right? People aren't calling the Better Business Bureau and, right. and like, you know, people just want to go quick, instant. I want to check this guy out. They can get feedback from people they don't even know, which creates this like small, quick um, level of social trust, right? And then they're able to kind of follow up through that if they want. They can check out your Instagram. They can check out your website. They can check out some other review platforms like Yelp and some of these other free listing sites, right? Um, and then from there, you're able to create all this different social trust and, and really build up your brand through different multiple platforms, what works for you. And we've been able to leverage all of that. And um, it's been working for us to the point where 15 years later, we own three other home service businesses and, you know, we're winning awards. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny you tell that story. Cause I'm, I'm uh, looking for an electrician now and, you know, a friend gave me four names and phone numbers and, you know, my, my first thought, and I mean, I'm, I'm no spring chicken at this point either. So <laughs> younger than me or even, even yeah. more in this headspace, my first thought is I Google them and yep. to a T all four of these guys, nothing. No website. Wow. No what, and how did you feel about that? What did that... I didn't call any of them? Like, see, I, I don't know them for and and that's after a personal recommendation, right? Imagine I don't that. Find any so, record that said, you know, yeah. like that's that's just. That's so what will idea. what will be your next step? Will you yeah. Google somebody locally, or what would you do now? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Just kind of looking around, and you know, even even if you have nothing but you know a, a Google listing with some reviews, at least that gives me context and right. comfort, you know. And then obviously the folks that have added on to that, where they have a website, they have social media, they have things, you know, you're like, okay, I I know what I'm dealing with, and I have an avenue to, uh, you know, have a dialogue with these folks if, you know, uh, something goes right and I want to give them a great review. Something goes wrong and I need to you know, troubleshoot something. Yes. It, it gives you a lot of comfort as a consumer if, if they've got sure. a, a strong presence there. It sure does. I just want to say, I think that's an incredible story of how we used to rely so heavily on personal recommendations. And now we mm -hmm. don't anymore. We actually more rely on reviews from strangers and digital advertising to say, this is the person that we're going to call and that we're going to hire. And I, I just think that it's so great that Ryan, you've taken your business away from those, you know, I'm gonna go across the street to the person who just called me to, I'm gonna rely solely on this digital environment and these reviews, these hundreds of reviews for each of your businesses to, mm -hmm. to increase um, your, your customers. Tell me about um, when you get positive reviews, do you interact with them? What do you do with them? Do you put them on your website? Do you respond? Like, how do you interact with these reviews that you're getting other than watching other people read them and, and call your business? Oh, it's a great question. Yeah. So first of all, it's something that we can always refer back to with other clients, right? So when, when we get a call and we might be qualifying a client or they might have some questions about some projects, we can say to them, listen, what I like to say to them is before you even would like to work with us, we'd like you to go online and look at our reputation. Go on Instagram, go on our website, go on all the review platforms, Google, Yelp, and some other listings and see what other people are saying about us. 
right? And so the more reviews we have, I feel like that builds more trust, right? If you go on a, a company and you see they have like 10 one-star reviews, are you going to choose them or are you going to choose the company with 10 five-star reviews, right? Um, and then that also works in the other way too, is that on those platforms in Yelp, and I just use in Yelp and Google My Business Listing as, uh, you know, examples, um, you're going to start to rank higher too, right? right? So you're going to be found before everybody else. So that's why it was really important in the beginning for us to build out systems and um, for to get these customer views in. And then we, we can leverage those, like you were asking, how do we use those? Well, just for example, on our website, we have a banner at the bottom <clears throat> that shows those reviews, right? So people wouldn't need to necessarily, when they, they might Google us first and see our Google My Business listing, read some of those reviews. Then when they go on our website, they're reintroduced to the same reviews. They're all up there. Um, and then we can use those as, you know, testimonials. And, um, and I also use them, you know, when we go and meet with clients, sometimes I'll actually pull out my iPad in that meeting and say, here, you know, this is what people are saying about us. Yeah. Yep. That's, and you, you touched on something there that's, that's interesting too. You talked about, you know, your website as the, as the home base, but also having these, these other channels you built up. I mean, the, the cool thing about a, a website when you're doing it right is you can feed those other things into it. Like that banner mm -hmm. with the reviews, you can feed your social posts into your website. You can That's obviously right. have, you know, contact forms, scheduling functionality, you know, all of that other stuff you're doing can be integrated back into that, that home base website. Yeah, that's right. Yep. And that feeds into what you were saying earlier that your website is solving your customers' problems before they even call you. That's right. Super important, right? We're trying to make that user experience just seamless, right? Um, not only just from when they're searching for us, right? Do they have a website yet? We got a website. Are they on Instagram or Facebook? <clears throat> sure, we have those accounts, right? Um, and then through that, we create just a great experience. When they do get to that website, um, it's very simple, easy process. Everything's explained very well. You're able to get right through that. And then when they go through that process, the process is the same on, on and the other end as well. Somebody gets right back to them within 24 hours, you know, and it just keeps on going. Um, and that's how we create that great user experience. That's how we get those reviews to shine. Right. And when we have a great experience with a client, we have some templates that we've already set up that we've, you know, A and B tested over quite a bit of time, see what's working, what's not. Um, and we send out that template. And I would say six out of 10 times, you know, 50 to 60%, we're getting a five star review back, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I, uh, it's it, the whole conversation we're having is reminding me of, uh, you know, we've, we've done, over the years, a number of surveys to small business owners in, you know, all sorts of different fields. And one of the questions that that always seems to wind up in that survey is, you know, how much time per week do you spend uh, either executing or thinking about marketing your business? And without fail, more than half, probably closer to like 80% always say less than an hour. I spend less than an hour a week thinking about promoting my business. And it's just, it's, I'm Obviously, you right would now. be the other twenty percent. I mean, I'm shocked. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm I, and I, I threw that out there because I'm curious <sighs> what you would say to someone that says, 
you know, and and listen, I'm I'm absolutely giving anyone that says that all sorts of you know rope to run with, right? Like right. I get yep. you got to run your business. You're worried about staffing. You're worried about you know the the supply chain. You know you got maybe you've got a snow day and the kids are home and you you know there's yeah. all sorts of real life things. Of course, yes, that come into running a business before you're like, how do I set up that website? But I'm I'm just curious what what you would say to someone in your field that says, I spend less than an hour a week bothering me that. Yeah, I would say, um, first, that's shocking to me. Yeah. Really, that, that and I, I, I know there's a lot of statistics out there, but um, if you want to keep the doors open, I'm just gonna get to the point, um, you need to keep reintroducing new clients or new requests, right? So you can either do that finding, you can either do that through finding new clients or retargeting your existing client base, right? Sure. Um, yeah, so just touching upon that, um, spending enough time on marketing is super, super important. I would say myself, you asked me two different questions. How much time I actually spend on marketing during mm -hmm. the week and how much time I spend thinking about marketing. So I'm going right. to answer the first one. Yeah. I would say we spend at least an hour to two hours a day. But uh, to answer your question on, how many hours a week I think about marketing? I would say, I would say at least 10 or 12 hours a day. I'm thinking about marketing times seven <laughs> days a week. Um, sometimes I can't even go to sleep um, because I'm just thinking about new avenues or new ways we can connect things or, you know, um, you know, it's just so just super vital to every business to have some type of marketing plan in place. And with today's world and technology, I know that's kind of just such a, you know, mundane statement at this point with today's technology. But the truth is, you know, almost where we're at a point where yesterday's technology could be today's problem. We're moving at such a fast pace. So really, there's no excuse why people couldn't use and leverage the technology today to get more time back for themselves or with their family. It's the truth. And so that's what we do, you know being able to leverage this technology and digital marketing and tie it all together. And that means you don't necessarily have to be at your desk or you don't have to necessarily be out working with the tools. Yeah. You know, you can leverage all this together to be working for you to give you some time back in your business. Yeah. Yeah. Almost kind of making, making the business work for you rather than working for the business. That's right. Yeah. You, you got to mature with the business. So at some point, um, you can't wear all the hats. That's the challenge and it's, it's super fun. It's something I love doing. Um, I'm blessed to work with some just amazing people who are super talented and super creative and they just make you know coming to work fun. Um, and you know we have fun what we're doing. Marketing is my jam. Yeah. <laughs> and it's working, so. <laughs> and it's working, exactly, yes. Well, Ryan, thanks for joining us today, sharing what you've experienced and helping us in our goal to help business owners like you across the country. And to all of you listening, assuming you don't have the time or experience that Ryan talked about, if your local business needs a digital marketing partner who can deliver the kind of effective digital marketing we talked about today, be sure to visit us at highboo.com. If you liked what you heard on this episode, be sure to subscribe and please leave us a review if you can. Once again, this is Small Business Small Talk, out. Thanks for listening to this episode of Small Business Small Talk, powered by Haibu. 
Hybu is a leading provider of synchronized digital marketing for small businesses across America. With Hybu, you get all the digital marketing your business needs, all from a single provider, all working together to maximize results. Visit us today at Hybu.com. H-I-B-U, Hybu.com. Thank you.